the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management, providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit acminc.com today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska, their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and over. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. 
Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Another one call? Nope. Trifecta. Full sweep. Full sweep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode 64, What's the Plan, part two. Um, we, it was originally supposed to be all one podcast, but we have so much shit going on that we had to break it up into two. That's right. Yeah. Got to get out there and have some fun. So I believe, the, uh, yeah, part one was all the way up until June, and now we're kind of going to talk about July and August. Um, really quick, the uh, merch is up at Barney's. Uh, he has a whole bunch of our new hats, our new hoodies, patches, stickers, um, all that stuff. So koozies. If you, koozies. So if you got family coming up or if you're looking for something for yourself um, and you're local, just go up there. You're going to support uh, our business and his. So definitely do that. Um, what's the outlook on Kodiak? Yeah, dude. So um, we just made our – I made my third trip down this week. To uh, and I brought um, three amigos with me. Oh, you had <clears> some uh, some reinforcements. Yeah, big cool. helpers. Um, yeah. all all uh, donating their time and passion and skills. So uh, yeah, John Lau came down. Uh, Darcy came down and uh, CJ, and we uh, helped Gid and the crew down there knock some stuff out. Um, man, it's looking good. Must have been fun too, huh? Yeah, it was super fun. Long days, but it was also, uh, we came into like classic Kodiak nastiness and then, um, blue skies on the third day, which was Saturday and on Sunday. Um, man, it was gorgeous when it, it when it, when it's nice down there. And then like that location downtown, the salt water's just pouring out and Casey brought, uh, <laughs> his big ass, uh trailer down there in the parking lot so i mean it, i walk in the kids like well, like Casey, a camper trailer yeah 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 mm. he's like he got you set up and so i'm like thinking like okay a little bit bigger than our pod and i walk in oh, there for and, you guys to stay yeah in. yeah yeah and it is bougie <laughs> as fuck dude it had like got the two different like slide outs and it was like 40 <laughs> foot it had uh-huh. had a huge bunk room it had like a master suite and then it had this giant living room with uh it had uh flat screen tv like the whole it was like the l shaped couch that makes a second l so it's like a c-shaped couch it was big well once the slide outs go out oh yeah dude it was huge Damn. it was big dude and there was three big screen tvs in there <laughs> yeah it was, i was just like oh this is money dude That's it had the huge the propane tank you know like the 20 pounder or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. that is yeah it was nice so but then like walking out of that and it was just salt water and hair it was nice and then we hit fort abercrombie um man i hadn't been in like 15 years and that place is gorgeous it's just like walking through this enchanted forest with cliffs and um there was something that happened down there that was a little i mean it was emotional for me and i'm an outsider but um i'm sure you guys saw in the news that a, a young kid had walked out of their house and was missing oh in kodiak yeah and um so a search was going on and so we you know we that's why we went on for abercrombie but um or one of the reasons but um the whole city showed up to help find this guy 
and uh it was really cool there's a unique sense of community there that i really envied you know like everyone showed up everyone cared like the brewery across the street from double shovel was empty during the search like on a saturday night and uh you know um they haven't found him yet so it's it's Mm. six days and it's really really sad deal uh young Mm. young seven seven year old but um oh wow yeah it was hard to leave like when you knew that that was going on uh but after like seeing these search parties and you know gideon and casey and some of the other guys helping our cidery went or running the cidery down there went and uh we're spending all their time on mm-hmm. the search cruise. Um, you know, everything was being done that could be done. Yeah, including the authorities, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Doing their no, part. They're on it. The Coast Guard was, like, ro- rocking their helicopters back and forth across uh, Fort Abercrombie. What do they think? A bear or something? Uh, I don't think they think a bear. I think they think that there was, um, like, oh. it's probably a water-related and hopefully mm. not something darker. Yeah. So I can't but, help but wonder, but well, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family down there and, and any friends and, you know, immediate folks that are geez, associated with them, you know, it's gotta be really tough. Yeah, it was uh, I think it was hard <clears throat> for all four of us to get on the plane knowing yeah. that that was going on. Yeah, it's pretty um, somber kind of deal there. Yeah. Probably hate to say, take the wind out of the sail a little bit of no excitement. I mean, you guys it, had your thing going on and everything. It's just like we're down there getting to business. To yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it affected me big time coming home, and it was like really important as soon as I landed to spend time with the kids and get them outside oh, on a hike. Man. We immediately did like a six mile loop down in Kincaid mm. and just like getting getting everyone together. I think it was really important. My dad yeah. was on that trip too. Oh right, and so you know he showed up for that hike. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he was worn out. I wore his ass out for four mm-hmm. days down there and he showed up on the hike. And I think that that was probably the reason, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, was your dad you know, at baseball yesterday? No, no, no. Okay. He's playing baseball with him right now though. Okay. I thought I saw, I thought I saw someone, your dad must've been, his uh, clone. He, he's like, he was a super baseball dad for me. Was he? We okay. played, we played uh pitch every night after dinner growing up. I can't remember a night that we didn't like even That's in the cool. winter. Yeah, it was he's a, he's a really good dad, or is a good dad. But um, yeah, he's doing that packing pain right now. But yeah, so the it was it was uh, I think it brought everyone you know in our little knit, all four of us like ended up on that hike too. Yeah. So I think there was something with that. But um, the more importantly is like that t- the town of Kodiak, and like all the resources, all the people there like truly cared. They all showed up, and. Uh, Man, it was really cool to see that. Are they the Kodiakians or the Kodiakites? Ooh, I don't know. Like Kodiakians. Kodiakians? That's probably right. <clears throat> Kodiakians. Yeah, but the community is stoked. And so um, we're we're going to um, do a ribbon cutting ceremony Ooh. with the um, city of Kodiak on. Who's going to cut the ribbon? What is that? Thursday. Is that May twenty sixth at uh, eleven a.m. So, who's the ribbon cutter? The well, man? hopefully Gideon. He's down there kicking ass. Okay, he's the boots on the ground. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does Casey live there? Yeah, Casey does too. Yeah. How do you get a forty foot trailer to Kodiak? Yeah. Why do you need it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, Casey has a really special like water based background with the military. Yeah. And, uh, um, I think they traveled a lot in the States, like moving around. And so he just bought that and lived in it. And when he moved up here, they, I think they sent it up here. That's like, you know, that was his house, you know? So they're like, does he live in it there? No, no, no. Okay. Like his, like, yeah, his family stays in it and stuff. Yeah. And he's just doing us a favor and putting it there. Is there like motorhomes and shit there? No. Right. I'm sure there, there's got to like be, if you see like, this trailer, I mean, you yeah. see it, it's as big as a motorhome. There's only yeah. so many places to take them. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if there's like, you know, like campgrounds, like motorhome campgrounds. Like there are lots of places. There's definitely campgrounds. I think it's probably yeah, like couple. more off the grid kind of mm-hmm. things that you'd bring your motorhome to. Yeah. 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 I know some of those like trailheads and stuff like that. There's like open parking lots where I'm sure guys doing day rides or hikes. Yeah. can go pull up the trailer for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, you're only going, what, 35, 40 minutes out of town on a Friday to go, you know, spend a weekend right. out of there. But, yeah, I mean, you're pretty limited in terms of road access. Yeah. I ran into a couple today at the stand. They, they came in eight, and they're just like, where were they from? Oh, you worked the stand today? Yeah, I've been working. Oh, you're done with school. Yeah. Last week. School's over? Well, for you, because your program, you're out two weeks yeah, early, right? I've been right? at the stand since, or Monday. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, that's what it's been this week. Yeah. Oh, man, actually, I had an dude. event Saturday for the salmon run. Sweet. For Inlet View and and all the running club kids. Nice. That was real. Oh, dude, I got thrown off guard. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like <laughs> just ease into. This oh thing. man, I was yeah. like, oh, I'll just bring the cart out there and sell a couple dogs and some 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 runners after the thing, and you know, think that just work out the kinks and. Mm-hmm. But I got to loading up all the clothes. I'm just going to bring a bunch of stuff just in case because you never know. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I've you been there. You don't want to not have it. Yeah. yeah. And good thing I brought it, dude. It was a line, dude. Like 30 <laughs> people for like three hours straight. Like, oh, hot dogs <laughs> here? Like, oh, man. Everyone wanted to eat after the run. It was a beautiful oh, day. Beautiful day. I was like the only food. Yeah. The only like water for sale. Yep. And it was just like everyone it was it was insane dude and then the dj was like go to anchor town dogs like the guy on the mic dude and i was just like whoa don't hold on slow him down <laughs> and oh, it was just cool. me like i didn't i didn't bring anyone i didn't like bring an employee and just busting your ass and, yeah. <laughs> the good old day <laughs> and yeah it's like it was supposed to be yol because yol and, and jill's kid goes to oh right and the view and yeah. they, and they uh, for people who don't know, they own the ice cream thing down at Westchester Lagoon. And yeah. He has his little hot dog stand out there. spot, yeah. And he was, and she's like on the PTA or whatever, setting it up. What's and the so, name of their spot real quick? Uh, good question. Westchester. Dang, sorry, y'all. I don't know. I, I don't know if it has a Daniel name. Would know no, I don't, think it, I don't know if it has a name, actually. Just the Westchester hot dog ice cream spot? Yeah, the, the little sh- house there. Okay. All right, I'll keep going though. I just was curious because I never. Well, it was supposed to be it. his hot dog stand there, right? Okay. But he hadn't got the permit yet, and so Jill hit me up. She's like, "Are you down to do that?" She said, "It should be easy." I was like, "Yeah, I'll come through." Thinking I'm just gonna yeah. work out the kinks, dude. Yeah, yeah. And the whole time, dude, y'all was like back there laughing at me because he had to run like his little ice cream, oh, yeah. his ice cream uh, machine or whatever the thing. So he's just like passing out ice creams, and he's just like laughing. I look back there, and he's just like, like pointing at the line. They're just like. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. And he actually he, he actually came and helped me because at one point it, it was just like, you know, he's like loading stuff up and like refilling things. Yeah, and yeah. Like he knows what this. to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have to tell him anything. It was good. What was the event? It was a salmon run. Salmon run? Yeah. So a lot of the kids uh, are in like running clubs. Like my kids have done it. Like Aquarian, all the schools are there. A lot of the schools are there. 
um, and their running club will come and run that because mm. it'll mm-hmm. be like it's a three k, a five k, and a ten k. Okay, and so let all the kids run with their families, and then like the people that want to go more extreme, yeah, go on doing Skinny Raven puts it on, and it's a, it's a real it's a real good event. There was a lot of that going on this weekend, wasn't there? I mean, on top of Mother's Day was this past weekend. You know, for our listeners, that'll be like two weeks ago. Yeah, when this airs, but um, I mean, there was like uh, Kennedy and her mom went and did like a run for Mother's Day. Um, what was that one? Oh man, it was, yeah, it was right, right around trailside and up around service. Okay. Um, I, I damn, oh, I, I saw the Kennedy picture. Even told me what it was called. That's cool. It was a Mother's Day mm-hmm. deal. Um, my eight-year-old had a triathlon at, at trailside. Oh, that's cool. Separate? That's an an, that's an annual deal. Which one was that? Uh, it's a school one. It's right? just a school triathlon. Oh, okay. I, maybe the trailside annual trailside triathlons held at service high school cool. the westchester shack <laughs> and uh i was on i was absolutely amazed um you know i think that's the, the like the sign in was like 11 and so we we're like we should get there like 10 30 you know mm-hmm. make sure we're early because you know it's a swim bike run mm-hmm. and uh so i was like well I'll bring the bike and figure out where we're gonna go I show up and it's the parking lots packed right people are parking on the side of the road i'm like what the fuck we get in there and it was like 500 <laughs> kids participated in this wow. thing and i was like oh damn i thought like 50 kids were gonna show up yeah. and it was just gonna be like all skeleton crew yeah. oh hell no it was yeah. like a At huge least you have to sell thing. hot dogs all of them oh I, I was thinking about that i was like man there's no vendor of any sort here um food trucks would just like kill it Maybe yeah. it's not okay. Maybe there's a reason why there's no permitting for it. So I don't know. Or maybe they just haven't gotten that far with the preparation. Probably more yeah. Lo- logistics because you could tell it's already like super chaos and everybody's just volunteering. Fully sponsored um, event and like I, they, I mean, there's like tons of per- parent volunteers, kids that did the triathlon that have you know. They have siblings there, and they've now moved on to junior high, but they came back with their parents, and Friday night set up all the cones and the ribbons. Man, shout out to the organizers for Mm -hmm. that uh, triathlon for elementary school from kindergarten to sixth grade. Yeah. And was it ever the cutest thing with the little kindergartners and like them jumping in with their little life jackets and doing their little swim, and then- Where do they swim at? At the 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 service pool. pool. Okay. They jump in. So Mila did like two runs- flying i was like mm-hmm. whoa i didn't get to see her run like running uh no or swimming. swimming she was the swimming part yeah so or they do like, every part yeah they do every part okay, in like one you. session so i was like two laps for her jump out get dressed jump on the bike do three laps on the bike mm-hmm. ditch the bike and then do a full mile run and then mm-hmm. like finish it yeah oh that's cool just uh, these kids were gassed it's so I mean, rad. destroyed it's so <laughs> it was, rad that was, they're doing that now because i remember so cool, man. in in college i did my first triathlon uh-huh. and they didn't have those like kid ones up here when we were young and it was so fucking intimidating yeah, yeah and like if you going go for my first tri- triathlon you know yeah. i was like 20 i was in college at 19 or something yeah. mm-hmm. and it's so cool that they're getting the kids into it earlier and it's like it yes you can do this no worries you know and then though it just promotes a healthy lifestyle it does act active and um i mean if you're into swimming and running i mean those are two huge things you can do swimming's great in alaska where lots of pools um cross-country running is badass our backcountry trails are amazing yeah it's a really cool thing to get into and um i think it was more than the kids bargained for a lot of Mm -hmm. them 
in terms of like physically what yeah, it, what yeah. it did to him. Yeah. But um, incredible organized event, great for the kids. You know, if you want to get your kids like into something, it's perfect for that. And um, I was really proud of Mila too. She finished and did the whole thing. And but we, you had to like tag team if you like if you were a parent there by yourself, it would have been very stressful trying to get your kid like through it all. Mm-hmm. But luckily, mm. she took her in the pool. I went like over by the tracks. So I got to see Mila like come out on her bike and like hit the trail and then like come back around and then catch her, ditch her bike and then like do the run and then walk back over to the finish. It was like you had to walk back and forth across the parking lot and like around the school. And oh, yeah. it's a big area, as yeah, you know, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like you saw, man, some of these poor parents, you know, they're like running with the GoPro <laughs> from the pool and trying to go pro and then they're like getting them dressed and then running with them as they're like taking off on their bike and then i think they realize that they like do laps a lot of parents didn't understand the logistics and what the hell they had to do is like let their kid go and they could have caught him like after they did a lap <laughs> and they caught, but they're like trying to oh, run after run back. Well, and the kids think they're racing so they're like you yeah. know hauling ass and the parents are trying to keep up with her <laughs> That's you awesome. know some of the team too much parents are they're just like oh, trying to get yeah. the extra documentation yeah, yeah. but it was cool because there was no like there was no times there was no first place third place it was just a participation event and some parents might be like that's fucking lame you, you know you compete to win but it's like it wasn't like that man mm-hmm. there's kids getting on their bikes and wiping out did it still get timed or no, no it was no. not it's just finish it just yeah. do it yeah. yeah and that was like a lot yeah I mean, it sounds the like the wilderness race thing from Luke. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, just to get it done as an yeah. accomplishment. Yes. yes. I loved that podcast I, with Luke. Yeah. It was good. It was good. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was, um, yeah, it was, this weekend was pretty eventful. I mean, especially on top of having the Mother's yeah. Day thing. Yeah. Would you guys, uh, oh, well, I, and I did the uh, Mother's Day market, a oh, double shovel. Yeah. That was amazing. Kudos to Katie and yeah. throwing that thing and that was very what looked to me was just being a spectator and like floating in there with with a mom and some kids yeah. you know um awesome event she she killed it as far as putting that thing on and great food vendors and um well, spent a cool like 150 200 dollars nice on some stuff for yeah. for mom for mother's day so there you go and it yeah. was all from it's good you know, off cheap 20, like 20 i did do pretty good yeah. <laughs> maybe 20 craft you don't need that you, you need know, that people around anchorage oh uh, man or, yeah art candles stickers yeah you know jewelry it's a clothes. great community event with local craftsmanship and you know, the uh rad. crimson mint on tap Ooh. oh tap. snap dude two went down almost two man we should go this Friday. I was about me to and Alexia have been going to have beers on Friday when she gets off. Yeah, we've been going nice. to the Goat, and then last week we went to Hearth. Oh, nice! Um, oh, cool! I'd love to go to the Shovel, man. I hadn't been in a long time. I was like, oh, fuck! I Let's go Friday. So long, to come down. But you know, we drink the cider all the time here at the studio, and what's different I mean, over but, there? Oh, I mean, just just the vibe there is always good, and and the being able to sit outside, it was gorgeous and hot sun was beaming the building was like blocking the wind just mm-hmm. right so it was like hot right there in the little mm-hmm. outdoor area mm-hmm. got rena a new hoodie nice yeah got What's some got some swag got that black camo with the orange oh yeah uh logo yeah fits are really nice yeah she was talking to me about uh she was really anticipating some cider mosa mm. on tap you guys have cider mosa on tap oh yeah yeah really yeah oh yeah well i got her a that four pack dangerous 
I got her a four <laughs> pack and I got myself a six pack of Crimson Mint. Um, cause we had the, uh, our mother's day ride, um, on the books for Sunday. Where'd you so guys we went go? Riding. Um, well, we attempted to go to Clutin the Lakeside. Um, I know we were going to so cover there. some of that talking about going camping there, but, uh, it was too packed. I couldn't even get my truck and trailer. Oh, there. okay. Whoa, yeah. Really? Yeah. This parking lot's pretty small. I mean, it's yeah. actually not that small. It's a pretty good size for probably just any it's normal, just not wide. normal weekend. Yeah. It's not wide. They got a lot of room to blow it out. And, they should make it bigger. And then, and, and you know, in all reality, I'm just going to call it out. A lot of people park like fucking idiots. Yeah. That's true. I mean, like, I'm just going to call it like, dude, you know, you got to understand there's another guy in there that wants to come in with a trailer. Like think about him trying to get in and out, not double parking. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like you pull in there like you own the parking lot. It's like not Jim Creek parking lot, dude. Yeah. It's a small area. Yeah. So, you you know, you got to leave town. A lot of town. people have never had trailers, and it's just like a bummer that they haven't learned that. It's a great point. And to their credit, the fucking idiots, to their credit, um, a lot of those guys, like, just bought their first ATV or their first side-by-side and their first trailer, or they hadn't done it in a long time. And that's like a good trial run. So they're like, the first time they loaded their rig and towed it, and mm-hmm. they got it up there, and then they like, it's a good maybe starter. Even they're not confident with like backing it up yet, and so they like park a certain way so it's easy yeah. to get out. Like I mean, there's that. So the trail's good point, a good starter but part, but not the parking lot for parking trailers. No, it's too tight. It's tight. It it's tight. tight. But uh, so yeah, we run it. We left at like noon, and I'm like, honey, this is way too late. We're not gonna get a spot. She's like, we. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll work out. I'm like. All right, all right. I like your enthusiasm. So you get up there, and I'm like, yep, there's only like three trucks all just like fucking gridlocked in there. Can't even get out. I'm like, ooh, not even going to go. So I like flip around by the fucking grace of God. I don't know how I like turned around this tight little spot on the main road, ran back out, and uh, we ended up going up to Sutton and going oh, up. Yeah, yeah and it was awesome, man. There was nobody up there. Had the trail to herself. Really? Yeah, went up nice. into the hills, got a nice big view. The trail started getting kind of blocked out because there's still some snow up in there. Mm-hmm. You know, once you just get a couple hundred feet, it's yeah. like still in the in the woods, in the shade and stuff. It's pretty snowy. So we rode in there, got the wheeler muddy. Kids had a good time. We had a, pic- a picnic and a fire, made some uh, New York Strip uh, steak salads nice. and uh, made some the kids some grilled cheese and got some yeah. fresh air. And cool. It was just fun, you know. And Plus, yeah. we didn't have any – there's no one around yeah. We had a place to ourselves. That's, so, nice. that's odd. Yeah. That's well, it was a little, another, it was in Sutton. Yeah. It was a little spot that I've been like trying to find. And I was like, honey, this is going to be the day. And I found like the spot that I've been looking for for like years. To yeah. ride? So, it's it's always been there right in front of me. I just driving by, I had to find it. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I was able to unload right there and go ride and found a trail I'd never mm. been on and nice there's still further it splits research up, up there man it like splits up and you can go all oh it goes all over the place and it gets pretty nautical i mean it gets like pretty technical in like some of those areas yeah and i was by myself with the family yeah you know and i got a winch you know but i mean that doesn't always get you out of everything so i was yeah. real selective on i like hiked down the trail stopped in a spot and i was like yeah we can get over that tree and i was like maybe i can saw this one down and i mean it was like nah we're not going that far. I was like, all right, all right, all right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I don't need to be like, yo, Daniel, Jack, yeah, I, I hey. need you guys to come on out to my old. Yeah, my wheel is still in the me. shop. I wouldn't have been in no help. <laughs> but, uh, Zero yeah, help that. that. was awesome. Yeah. But you guys had a good weekend? Um, after Saturday, on? I didn't. <laughs> after Saturday's mayhem, dude, I was just like, oh, man. So I had to, like, go rebuy a bunch of stuff because I was, like, sold way more than I thought. And then. 
Alexia's sister came to town, like surprised um, cool. her mom and them. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, mother-in-law's back. Mother-in-law's back. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Cool. Um, so that we um, went out, had beers, and went to the hearth, and went to. Um, they came to our house and hung out. She got her. T- Yo, man, this is like the second or third time I've heard this about the dog park in Spinard. Uh-huh. Like, don't leave your purse or any valuables in the window. They broke Nick's window and stole Janessa's purse. Really? Say and what? her jacket and all the stuff right there. Right at A the dog broken park. broken window, huh? Broke the window and took all out the stuff. Out of the car? Out, out of the car. And immediately spent, like, I don't know how much money at Walmart. Holy cow. Yeah. It's almost like a Target area. Where is yeah. this dog park? The one right when you cross International on the left-hand side, right by the airport. Oh, yeah. Connor's Bog? I don't know the name. Yeah, it's like so, right across. So International and Jewel Lake? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. That, right that's where it's I was right like on a fridge. Yeah. 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 Right so what, And there's multiple people that have told me that they got their car broken there. Wow. Yeah, I've seen Nick there before. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's so he got his car window broken, and they stole all our stuff, and wow. so that sucked. That's such a bummer. Yeah, man, that's terrible, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I know there's still that shit going on in town and certain areas, but that just doesn't seem like a spot where it would be. And it was like four o'clock, like bright, yeah, middle of the day. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Good yeah. to know. And there's tons of people all the time right there. Yeah. In and yeah. out with their dogs and stuff. I, mean, I yeah. feel like to break somebody's window, you'd have to like make a scene. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you're good at it. Yeah, so like today there was probably 70 cars at right? 4 o'clock. We, yeah. You know, we met at 510, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's pretty intense. You know, usually you see like the handle grips. What do they call them? Like the people that are just like tapping. The, checking the. Yeah, check door checks. Door checks, thank mm-hmm. you. But like I'm not seeing a lot of broken windows. That's pretty fucked up. That's pretty brazen, right? Because you don't even know if there's anything valuable there. Yeah. I mean, it's a purse, but it could be nothing. Yeah. So, anyway, they got a bunch of her money. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Mm. Yep. Well, Stealing sucks. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's take a quick second here and give a shout-out to the sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Arbor Digital, based in Anchorage, Alaska, is your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Digital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money or just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website acminc.com a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ACMINC.com is your first step in putting your money to work. 
Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at acminc.com. Arbor Digital, your Alaskan digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Yeah, it's been a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Challenge risen. Challenge. Fully challenged. So uh, what's the plan? Part two. We're going to July. Summer in Alaska, covered this before. It's a running gun. It's running gun. Really hard. I, I I really like admire Jack for being more spontaneous spontaneous and having um was it called how do you pronounce it? Spotney? Is that Spontany? Spontany? Spontaneity. S- no, no, no. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Spontaneity in your life. Because, like, I, I struggle. Spontaneity. No, it's spontaneity. <laughs> Is it? Spontaneity? Yeah. yeah. Look it up. Um, Like, I wish I could do that. A it's the cousin better. of Spotify. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, cuz? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, so, dude, I grew up with, like, the summer's plant. And I, and I like, mm-hmm. lived that forever. And then. Uh, yeah. I think last summer was like my first real summer of being like, I'm just going to play it by ear. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I got out almost every night of the week, did some peaks, or we went out and did some cool stuff on the weekend. And if the weather wasn't looking good to the south, or you knew everyone was going south, then we went north, you know, or we went yeah. to the sound or whatever. And uh, man, I really enjoyed my summer last summer. So I'm going to do it again. To see what pops up. Yeah. I got a few like plan, uh, trips planned. This is a word. Yeah. Spontaneity. Yeah. Spontaneity. <laughs> <It's a word. laughs> Just fact checking that. Thanks for checking the facts. Yes. Fully fact. Um, yeah. I have a lot of openness in July too. Um, yeah, me too actually, it's our anniversary and we were going to go oh. like do um, the annual Homer. Well, we might be doing the annual Homer now because we we're going to go to Seattle, but the oh. prices are fucking insane. Dude. Really? I was like, I'm not going to pay $1,400 to go to Seattle. That's that $5 gasoline. $1,400 round trip? Yeah, dude. It was crazy. I was like, no Come way. Come on, Shit. man. Really? Yeah. So that's out. Yeah. Which is whatever. Like, I I don't mind going to Homer we'll go or anywhere else. back in October for 400 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to do something, something on that weekend. Um, what weekend's that? Uh, July seventh is the anniversary. So that so weekend right after Fourth of July weekend, or is that yeah. the weekend after? Um, it's the weekend after. Yeah. Cool. Well, the Fourth of July weekend is it? The Fourth of July is on the Monday, I so I, I'm Monday. assuming we're gonna go the first, second, third to to Gary's. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the first is July that, and then that weekend. Well, we're supposed to fly the boys down. They're gonna go visit grandpa um, for a couple weeks. 
And oh, so nice. that was when we were going to fly them down and then drop them off at Grandpa's, go to Seattle, spend the weekend, come back, and then they were going to fly them back in like two weeks or whatever. Um, so we'll see, man. I'll think of something. We're definitely going to do something that weekend without the kids. Yeah, I guess that would be like kind of like first on the docket for the month would be 4th of July. Like that's kind of like the first big weekend yeah. of the month. You should come with the Gary's with the kids. Yeah, we invited you last year too. Yeah, yeah. no, I appreciate that. So this will be the third year in a row that I've had the boat. And Dad's had the boat mm. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- three, two years ago, we started this family 4th of July thing. So we go out towards um, Sunny Bay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but like that. A couple years ago, we did Bain Bay. Um, and then what else did we do? Um, but anyway, anyway, we go out in the sound. And uh, we bring way too many people for the two boats. And then <laughs> put some people on shore. But yeah. they're all like family. You know, now our cousin lives here. Our aunt moved up. Our aunt and uncle moved up. And then you know you got Jerry and me and in our families, so there there's a shit ton of us out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's cool because like some people want to go hiking, and so you get some, half the people go hiking, and then the other half goes snag reds in Main Bay or go out for halibut or catch you know get some shrimp or explore glaciers, whatever it is. It's just split it up and just everyone kind of moves around, mm. and uh, you know you then you mm. anchor the boats and tie them up together, and the twins are jumping between dad's boat and my boat, and nice. everyone's just having a good time. Um, so I think we're gonna do that, mm-hmm. but if I don't do that, then yeah, I'd love yeah, to go out. It'd be cool, especially if you guys don't mind tent camping. We love tent uh, camping, and, which I'm sure you don't mind that at all. Yeah. Um, but it would be fine. I mean, in terms Why, of... they could bring the R-Pod. Oh, yeah, R-Pod. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, we yeah, you could bring the R-Pod yeah, easy, dude. Well, that'd be There's the, so much that, room. That's the way to do it. It's the yeah, best if, camping um, spot in Alaska, dude. It's, yeah. I mean, it'd be a great... I think it'd be a great time for the kids and if Darcy was available to come join. Yeah, yeah. Um, Your dad, too, man. It's, all my yeah, parents, really, all the parents. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a, it is a really incredible, like, family venue, if you will. Yeah, I mean the kids. There's like a little playground, and there's a lake and swimming, and the four wheelers around. Just, I mean the Petragos are hooked. Your yeah. parents are hooked. No, yeah, it's just wait. it's That's just like on their great, calendar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best part about it is the the idea that you can just like, you know, it's private property, and you, you know, your dog can run around, your kids can run around. We're all a big, you know, tight knit group, so we're all kind of keeping each, you know, to. The, Best of our ability in terms of like we, our kids are running around. Your kids run. We're all watching the kids. Yeah, community. Parenting. Well, the yeah, thing is, you can see parenting. the whole property from everywhere you are yeah. on the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can be like, oh, they're over there. Yeah. Oh, they're over there playing in the. So it feels good, like, you know, as long as they're like not down by the lake without supervision, uh, or with life jackets at least. Um, you know, because that's that's a hazard, of course. There's the track and riding. You know, all the kids have to wear helmets when they're riding, and they have to be keeping their distance, and mm-hmm. you know all that, but. Yeah, you can see everything going on. The kids can run 200 yards away over there by the field and yeah. be dinking around, and you're just kind of like, oh, you just see them, you know? Yeah. It's like... You get... Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good feeling. It's just a... It's, it feels safe. Yeah. Well, you're under that's huge, man. You're like under, like, saying what it is. It's... Well, yeah. I had I heard all this until I went, and I was like, whoa, this is the next level, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like a major, major spot. Like, 
there's the track for full wheeling is like it's got hills, it's got a tunnel, yeah, it's a dude. It's track. got like you got a tunnel. Oh yeah. man, it's awesome. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. got a like culvert. There's like yeah, a shooting yeah. range yeah. way off, so you can like go shoot mm -hmm. the 22s with the kids or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lake is small and warm, and you're just supping all over. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, there's gol golf. You can you know there's a golf course. Uh, you can just it's like, like a green tee, tee off and just like yeah hit balls and then you can shoot skeet you know if we kind of like plan that out where everybody's like all right everybody we're gonna like stay behind this area we're gonna shoot skeet and just like and there's minimal mosquitoes yeah bugs aren't that bad yeah keep yeah. them hit because the, the brush is all on the yeah. edges yeah. yeah and the food is amazing i mean my mom's everyone's mom's yeah, cooking my dude. mom's always <laughs> slinging and everybody's cooking something you walk by and they're like here you go and it's like uh, all right yeah, um. yeah. well they have the big the big like main mm -hmm. the big breakfast big dinner Big, you know, Fourth of July. Who, who, um, the firework thing is like straight up like professional. That was who does we that? We really did that good. Well, it's just basically we just everyone throws down. We just get a collection plate and like, yeah. hey man, we would like to go get some fireworks and like. Well, some, who buys them, Gary? Uh, so the last three years it was me, my brother, Eric, um, basically the three of us. Well, you guys know and what you're doing. And Tony, dude. and Tony goes with us. Yeah, you guys know yeah. what you're doing. Dude. There's like legit, dude. Oh, like, we spend like a good hour there, and like get a dude, and we're like, all right, man, we got a thousand bucks. Like, we're this is where we're gonna be doing it. What's up? And he's like, oh, dude, you gotta have this, 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 and you just kind of like yeah. lean on them, and they're like, all right, man, you got four hundred bucks left, and I'm like, all right, what's up? And he's like, tuh, 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 tuh. then you like just load the whole back of a yeah, SUV yeah. just to the roof. Yeah. But you got to do it organized. You know what I mean. You got to like first off, you got to get a safe spot, get everybody backed up. Yeah. And um, the only downside to that is that it don't get dark enough, man. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't get dark yeah. enough. You it's know. So, yeah. You got to let it rip at like you know midnight. You got to let the kids just stay up that night. Yeah. It's just later, way later than they should. Yeah. That's I've cool. always been a big fan of uh, New Year's Eve fireworks. Oh yeah. I mean, once it's pitch black and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a pretty good show this last year too. The only do another downside of that is the cleanup, man. Yeah, of the fireworks. Yeah, it's intense. It's fucking a mess. The whole world all shooting where, off. Where you're doing it, yeah. Oh, and you I know they I have such really lush, beautiful grass, you know. So it's like you want to make sure it's all cleaned and mm -hmm. picked up. And yeah, we usually fill two lawn bags full of mm -hmm. you know debris and trash yeah. and all yeah. that you know what another weekend for the fireworks show is uh labor day weekend oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah you get those dark nights so. yeah get those really dark nights it's not cold yeah. well it's coldish but it's not the kind of end of the year camping yeah but it gets dark at nine, nine. Yeah. yeah and it's it's amazing it can be wet and rainy but mm -hmm. we persevere and just rip let it rip but yeah last year we did have a good show oh, uh, for fourth of july yeah we we set it off Good work on that. It was good. Yeah, I've been shot with fireworks on 4th of July up here in a long time. Mm -hmm. And they're just really expensive, man. They are. I mean, that's why we were like, this is just easier. Like, you know, you get one group that, you know, I went and bought some fireworks. I spent 200 bucks. Like, that doesn't buy anything. Mm -hmm. It's still a lot of money. So it's like, yeah, so everybody just like, like threw down 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, I'm always good for 100. You get the volume just, discount yeah. that way. They're yep. like, oh, well, you're spending $1,000, you get 400 extra dollars. Worth oh, of yeah. Shit. You get a whole yeah. other like yeah. two bags of stuff. And yeah. then you get the sparkles. Well, you guys get like the, the big ones. ones. This is like the ones that yeah. are like downtown, dude. Yeah. 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 Like the yeah. cannons and all the, the yeah. ones we tied our GI Joes to as kids. Yeah. The ones that'll like blow your hand off. If Bottle rockets? No, I did artillery shells. Mm. Oh, yeah. Used to tie it to your bike? 
<laughs> no, like GI Joes. Oh, to your GI Joes. Oh, yeah. Just blow them to smithereens. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Transformers. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the bad guys got melted. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to play with plastic melted faces. Little... Yeah, we never did that. No, Roman, you, you in, never you shot into action... Roman candles at your friends. No, no we weren't. Did you have the action figures? Eh, not really. My not friend really. had them all. Oh yeah, he just went to his house. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have that. I had like three. We had Bibles. They got melted pretty good. <laughs> yeah, my my cousin in Valdez, Phil, he had like. Everything, GI Joe. Mm. He had full Cobra, full GI Joe. So he had like both sides. Snake eyes. So he had like all the planes and helicopters and oh, machines, and yeah, like yeah. the base kits. The big, the big toys on the upper shelf. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like dude. we're so, all like drooling over. That was yeah. my homie Jason Combs. He had all that, all dude. of it. And I'd never, I didn't have that. I had like like bits and pieces, but he had like enough where. I could go spend a couple of weeks in Valdez after. It's funny after Fourth of July weekend in Lake Louise, we'd go up there for a week, and then my po- my folks would go home, and then they'd ship me home with the uh, with the Dickinsons over to Valdez, and it was always awesome because as a kid, a couple of weeks in Valdez was fun because it's a small town, and every all the kids know each other, so you get together and play kickball and mm-hmm. basketball and baseball and stay up late, and kids have forts and shit, and it was just yeah. really fun. But he had the GI Joes set up to where i never got to be the gi joe's always had to be cobra because <laughs> there's his there were his toys cobra commander yeah and he and he was a couple years older so i was just like his bitch as far as like the gi joe battle win i never got the win but um we would have like i would set up my base like all the way across the house in another room and i'd have a wall dude like i'd have a full-blown like legit base and then he'd have his base in like the living room across the house uh-huh. and then we would like like that's how you play on, that? m- on monday we would like meet this spot and like ah battle and then like of course i lost and then i had to like how do you ba- lose or win um it was like he actually we actually would like before we would start we'd be like okay i'm gonna come in and these guys are gonna attack your guys and then like i'm gonna beat your guys and then he would like okay then you're gonna like be close to defeating me and then at the end i'm gonna bring in my cavalry and we're gonna like destroy you and i'm like all right cool <laughs> so it was like choreographed dude and i'm like what yeah i was i was in, i didn't know how to do it but he he knew how to like put it together and then we would just create it with our yeah. minds as kids and <laughs> so we'd like you know one day we'd meet in the kitchen and battle and then the next day we'd meet in the living room and battle and the next time we'd like meet in the garage and it was like you know crazy foreign spot in the garage right and lots of hiding space <laughs> we'd like set it all up and it was like it was a good like oh, you know man. five or six day thing yeah. we would do all that and it was so cool because like he had it all to do it yeah it was like i never knew any other kid that had enough gi joes yeah. to like make a week-long battle and you know my uncle would come home from work and he's stepping on him and shit and he's all pissed like god damn fucking gi joes everywhere <laughs> but uh some of my distant memories of valdez um back in the day my gi joe cool. battles hey can tell well, that's it i wish i had that as a kid i didn't uh, the Colombians, uh, uh culture probably not too no. too crazy excited or uh informed on the uh gi joe no world in the 80s you don't know high towers snake eyes I mean, we guys? knew about it. Sergeant Slaughter. We knew about all yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. the fuck out of we this just weren't, command. They just weren't buying it for us. <laughs> like, you don't need it. Yeah. No, poppy, go, poppy, go to Jason's. Poppy, yeah. Go to Jason's. That's right. He's got them. Yeah. He didn't want no one touch his shit, though. <laughs> 
Oh, the GI Joes. And then, um, okay, so Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Then, um, pretty much next is the Kasugi. Yeah, yeah, that's locked in for what, like the weekend of the fifteenth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the fifteenth yeah. is the Kasugi uh, mission. Um, I, I, I guess Cisco and Nikki want to join. Yeah, he. Well, I told him, and I thought he said he had the kids that week. Oh, oh! I think the following date, because remember we had two dates. We kind of hosed him. Well, well, yeah. So he was down to go on the July or the June trip. Yeah, which we're still kind of planning to do, but I think we're just going to do another spot, so we're not doing the Kasugi twice. And you should do the um, you guys should do the Carter, the Crescent Carter. Man, I'm afraid of snow from the other side. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of concerned that like any like major alpine areas are still going to be pretty snowy. Like tenth of June, still going to have a lot of snow in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, some and probably some avalanche danger. I would think even like I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe the snow load's already. Yeah, everything's already sloughed by you then. Run, you just pick like a little bit of south facing voyages you know yeah yeah I'm, i've i've got a couple in mind um because i want to bring my daughter to and, and do something but yeah we kind of hosed him because i was like oh we're doing it in july and i was like ah oh, what i thought we're good for june i was like yeah man that's right you were committed to the june one <laughs> and i'm like well it's red opener are you sure you want to go hiking on the red opener and he's like no, he oh, didn't. that's true and he's no, like, he didn't. i don't want to do that i was like all right well yeah, he's gonna come on the yeah, go fishing yeah you should go fishing yeah but yeah the kasugi and then uh we were talking also the uh, the family Eureka ride. Yeah. Which hopefully you'll have the new 6x6 six by, six by then, maybe. <sighs> Man. Mean, yeah. I don't know. Are you hearing some yeah. bad news? Well, they called me. Well, before it was supposed to be April, May. And then homie called me um, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And he's like, uh, it's not going to get shipped till May 31st. Um, so I was like, okay, so that means shipped. So when is it going to be realistically ready? Mm-hmm. You know, cause I'm sure it got to get here and you got to put it together and you put it push- together. It's like they said they come like 75% ready. Yeah. You got to okay. put handlebars and like stuff like that on oh, and okay. all, like finish, finish pieces. And so stuff. he said like realistically, it's an I was like creating process, you know, what's the realistic date? You know, and he said July. Mm. So no, we'll no date, just the month. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they want to. Get well, then maybe day. it'll maybe it'll be, be in our best benefit to just stick with the Kasugi weekend, in hopes that the, the no, machine is. shows up. Yeah, you know, and at least even gives you enough time. You know, oh, maybe. are you guys switching the Kasugi date? No, well, we had because we were trying to play it by weather, so we put that weekend and the weekend after both on the calendar, like Eureka trip and Kasugi. So playing on the weather for Kasugi, like if it's going to be Whichever better the, the second better weekend, weekend, we'll go to Kasugi. For the ATV trip, it's whatever. We can still go ride and if it's not fucking beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Kasugi, you just want it to be, if you can, you'd love for it to be, cl- there to be some clarity so you can see the mountain. Yeah. I you know, I mean, I that's, wouldn't go otherwise. I mean, I, I'm. That's what I've been saying. I'm not going to go I'm in the rain. I'm good to go. I, I don't want to go for like a, a, a piss rain fest and just be wet. Yeah. I'm okay to go and not see the mountain. I don't have to see the mountain. I, I If it's like overcast and still decent i'll go i mean i want to go to hike i want to go it's a it's a tune-up it's a good hike i mean i don't know i mean just living out of a backpack for a couple of days is a good time yeah some people may not think so i do well i I just think that like if you're going hiking the allure though is for that 
in general, like if you're going hiking, like it's like you got three directions to go. So it's like, where's the blue skies? Where's there no wind? I'm going that direction mm-hmm. and just yeah. like leaving it flexible because there's just as epic hiking trails in any. I direction. agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, that we very, should stick to that date, but not be 100 percent set on Kasugi. Yeah, it's if all it's weather, like Kasugi's cloudy and then, but we can go south in it's resurrection gorgeous. or whatever. Or yeah. Grace Ridge across from Homer. I mean, yeah, there's tons. So many. You know, I've always wanted to do the the is it resurrection um, from Hope. And and run the uh, mountain bike it. Yeah. Well, no, just just hike the ridge, because you can come out at different points, right? It's not a ridge though. It's it's the valley. Valley. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Oh, uh, mountain bikes. Mountain bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to do Devil's. Is it Devil's Canyon? Devil's Pass. Devil's Pass. So that's like the intermediary kind of route up into it. Okay. I've been T-bones wanting that one too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I've always wanted to just like. So I kind of thought about doing that on the tenth, but I was also kind of like, ah, that might That's still be a, really a little good early. Mountain bike ride. You should ride it on a mountain bike. Well, I'm taking Rena, and we're not going to mountain bike with packs. I mean, we're just going to go up and spend the night. Yeah. Well, there's cabins out. up there. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was just. We're just going to backpack. I mean, th- those cabins are always pre-rented out. You got to like. You got to. You got to get those reserved and like. There's 13 of them on the. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I bet there's a lot more. Depending on where you want to go. I've just never hiked from Hope and then ran the valley. I've never hiked up Devil's yeah. Pass. I, I, I would just say, like, out. if you're going hiking, like, I prefer to be on ridges like you were getting at earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you have vis- visibility and Yeah, it's just and, like you're up in the Alpine. I don't I'm, I'm, the The valleys is, like, good mountain bike territory. Like, right. There's not a lot it. to see. You're it's just, cool. You rip through it, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not that like glorious, like picturesque, like ridge line that. Yeah, and that's like what Kasugi is when the yeah. conditions are right. It's but all like that. go ahead. The, like another one is like you can instead of going up Resurrection Pass, drive up a Palmer Creek Mine Road mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. hike because you, now you're above tree line. Yeah, and you can camp yeah, wherever you want. Too. You're in sheep country, you know, yep. goat country, caribou country, mm-hmm. and go wherever you want. And then you guys can hike as far as you want. Mm, that's off a good trail. Yeah, you don't need a trail point. in Alpine. You know. Yeah. Should we do the? <laughs> should we do the secret um, survey of the sheep spot we wouldn't want to go look at? Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Ride yeah. in and then go. Oh, that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Ladies full survey, that. yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> no, nope. well, it's cool that, that the girls like to go and camp and do the hiking and do the whole backpacking Absolutely. thing because mm-hmm. Lexi never really did that growing up. I never really, I never did it growing up, you know. So it's cool that something to fun for us to do together as a couple, and especially if there's other couples going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The biking thing sounds awesome too. Oh, I'd love to. It's just a mix up. Yeah, yeah. just mix it up. Yeah, I don't think we're I think the biking that, thing, though. then you want to get the cabin because you're not going to have a big old backpack with all your shit in it. Yeah, ten, yeah I'm a shit. day ripper anyway. So it's like you yeah, go out light, resurrection, light, just light. rip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not that long. Yeah, yeah take a bottle take, of water and. You're at higher elevation. You know, you got one pass. Yeah. If you're coming from like the Cooper's Landing side or Devil's Pass, mm. you got Can the you one ride up. Can you do that in a day? Oh, on the bike from from cooper's to yes. to hope absolutely no shit that's yeah. a long run though it doesn't take that long it's got to be 20 plus miles though isn't it it's 26 i think yeah but so on a bike a, i mean it's oh yeah long. no you could i mean yeah. it'd be a full day i'm sure yeah, but like seven hours yeah mm. yeah yeah seven to nine depends 
Well, you can, um, it's way shorter than that if you're a fast bike rider. So it just depends. So hiking wise, it'd be there's pretty dudes easy. That, there's a dude that rides from, uh, I'm not going to name his name, but he mm -hmm. knows who he is. He rides from Girdwood mm -hmm. to Hope. And then oh, wow. up, back down. Like on the highway? Back home. Yeah. To, well, there's to hope, savages everywhere. To Hope <laughs> up across the valley, come out of Cooper's, and then ride back? Mm-hmm. There's bad No wife, no kids. Wow. Or, that's that's got to be. Or divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Let's all be honest. <laughs> he's got to be spending a night or two then. No, I think he just rides early and rides late. Just yeah, I guess riding. you get up there at five and just hit it. Yeah. Well, I mean, just Girdwood to Hope would be a pretty long day. Yeah. Because, I mean, just Girdwood to the cutoff would take you hours. Yeah. Riding up the pass and, you know around johnson's and all that and then dumping into hope i mean the junction is what 15 miles yeah probably 13 right, 13, 13 probably. to hope and then you got to ride up the mountain from hope mm -hmm. hopes at sea level yeah i mean that's a long ride dude. how many miles you, think that? you can't do that in a day 26 right? no 26 way. that's 52 so just the trails 52 and then you got to go, yeah, 13, 13, probably 26 more. He's spending a night, dude. And then you got like, man, that's got to be like 30 miles from Girdwood to Hope, or to the turnoff. So now there's 60. That's a lot of miles. <laughs> man. Maybe. Well, and then just the. I can't do that. The risky nature of like mountain biking on the Seward Highway. Yeah. I mean, on the shoulders Maybe and all that. drives from Girdwood over to Hope. That, I feel like. You don't see that many people biking on that road anymore. Yeah. No, Way less you're right, than you, you don't. To. There used to be a lot. There's there used a, to be still a, lot. a shit ton from Girdwood to Anchorage, though. The, the most dangerous part. Really? Mm-hmm. You're right, though. You don't maybe see them, them at the year. rate that you, you used, used to. You used to see a bunch. Yeah. Is that because there's more people on the roads and it's like even more dangerous? Or? I would, yeah. Because the highways I, are bigger and wider than they ever were before. My opinion would offend people, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, mm. I mean, they should have put a bike path. They well, do on some most most of it, right? Some well, stretches they need to widen the road. Oh yeah, put that like blast that like fucking mountains back cable dude. like in the middle so people don't get across the lane and kill each other i really like what they're doing right there by the the rock um project uh -huh. where the, the quarry is going in the ocean well just where they've got the the blockade and the fence mm -hmm. um it would be so amazing if they just run that motherfucker all the way from potter's marsh through girdwood well, they won't do that. So that's I know. temporary. I know. I section. know they want that. That's just for that They're project. Like, I just oh, wish they would do snow that. Snow plowing. I agree. They're like snow plowing is not in the specs of the engineering rules for someone engineering on a highway. And you're yeah. Like, well, I mean, it I, saves lives. I mean, I get that part, but enough. I'm like, this could like drastically change um, fatalities on the oh, certain highway I by agree. like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. 200%. I don't even know the fucking number, but you probably have like, you know, I can't even throw a number out. I can just say that there's like 25 to 31 fatalities average a year on that highway since like 2003, I think. And you would probably go to like one fatality, you know. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Which would be huge. They're all like collisions. 
They're all so the reason traffic. they won't yeah. do that is because of plowing. Uh, I mean, I get that too. Um, it's not good enough though. Like plowing problems does not equal like in any way deaths. Well, I just like, wondered if they could make the blockade in a in a way. It's easier for me to say this, but make the blockade in a way where like you can plow on that thing and like the blade could be like touching it but scraping the snow enough to the shoulder or something that like figure it out so, figure it out so right? um, <laughs> there's two other highways that are just as dangerous as the seward highway uh one's in north carolina i forget where the other one is mm. uh both of those highways had similar issues where you couldn't widen the road um in those places the department of transportation um, decided to not follow like their traditional civil engineering road traffic <laughs> rules and they put these highway ca uh, these tram cables in the middle of the road oh that's what they're doing right and, now and in it and they'll bounce they bounce the cars off um there gotcha, there was gotcha. a master's degree thesis done at uaa that talked about that and related to the sewer highway and this thesis was done in 2008 i've read this thesis and it was given to the department of transportation at least 10 times and every time they come back and they're like oh well the real solution is we're going to widen the road but you can't really widen the road so they've done nothing about it and then we still average 26 deaths a year so i mean really like there is a solution that mm. you don't have the same um why can't you widen the road well the the widen the road issue is like you got to blow the cliffs off and then throw yeah that's kind of crazy and it yeah. costs a lot more money but they did it the lower stretch yeah. so they can do that but in the interim they can put these cables up it's, have you been um is that what they're doing i just saw on when you get past the Kluton into the flats there they're putting um that's what it looked like tram cables like some kind of cabling across but i was like why is it there there's like a bunch of space there for cars maybe because they don't want people to turn is around it for moose? i don't know i haven't seen it is it between the it's lanes? new it's between the lanes oh it's probably for that it's between the lanes but there's a median in the lane there's like a a big grass thing it's like literally right when you get to um like when you cross over connect bridge Mm. getting into wasilla that's where they're putting like a whole thing maybe there's a problem with people turning around there i don't know yeah but it looked like some heavy oh. duty cables on post every whatever yeah far away so th those things like based on this study that we read um they prevent head-on collisions and they do a really good job in preventing fatalities because even the ones that hit the lane when they come back in they don't like cause fatalities they may cause a wreck but it's not head-on collision you don't have that you know momentum from yeah. two different you still directions. have a bind up on that side of the highway but maybe not something so extreme and severe right. yeah. as the head-on well which is i like mean almost, is that more important than like skipping over cooper landing that project that they're in the middle of now absolutely it's more important it is right. Right, right. I would I would agree. Yeah. yeah, I was just looking, man. We don't even make the top twenty-five though in the most dangerous highways in the U.S. for the sewer. I, I think you kind of have to look at. Like, well, they have it death, deaths by mile is what they have it set up. Yeah, you kind of have to. I think look at um, like vol deaths per like volume or whatever. 
Yeah, I mean the way they're gauging it is off like per mile, like one point something. But per if mile you have a million anything. people moving through something, a month Baton Rouge, Florida, 000, Texas, you know? where these all these roads are, there's like right. mass yeah. population centers. Right, right. So it's like so. Oh, I, I think there's a different gauge, and it's like you know deaths by number of drivers or whatever. Yeah, per capita and, or and, whatever. Uh, that section near Kenai Lake, um, on the way to Seward. That is that probably it needs the most immediate attention. Does and it not? I well, I think the um, the curves between Indian and Anchorage need the most attention, and then that. Mm. Okay, good one. That w- that would be my opinion, um, and that's like based on like looking at the statistics. Like when that report came out, it um, there was like a highway map that came out, and it showed the hot spots, and you could look at exactly how many people have died at each. Corner. Couldn't they do like a really close to the land bridge? So they you know were what, what they what they could the byway kind of one thing that would help would be like reduce the traffic and the proposed you know 1980s project that goes across to the Kenai Flats mm. the the Moose Wildlife oh. Refuge and yeah, then it's like uh, the bridge mm. across the inlet that to would hope. reduce a lot of because a lot of the fatalities are like coming back from Kenai too yeah so it's like. Okay, well, if you took half the people off the road, you're going to reduce fatalities just because of statistics. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're going to do a bridge in the water, I think, plus selfishly, then we could Go get to Homer in two hours. Oh, that'd be real nice. I'd rather that than the other one. Oh, yeah. Than no, the, the other one. Ri- yeah, yeah, that one's ridiculous. Yeah, that lost steam. That was a lot of talk about that back in yeah. like the nineties. Somebody did. Uh, somebody owned a lot of land in Point McKenzie or something. Yeah, but so the one to hope that's like. Well, it's not going to go to Hope. It was going to go you know to I mean? yeah, Gold Rock, which is right there at like the Kenai Wildlife Refuge, like right on the right side where mm-hmm. the mountains come down. Yeah, that would have been. And then what? We'll you're like fifteen minutes from Nikiski there. So yeah. it would be like in Kenai within 30 minutes. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, that one stretch from uh, Sunrise, the Kenai Lake there, through to Cooper. Oh, I mean, that yeah. is like that's the treacher. tightest. Yeah, it's nasty. That is reminiscent of like what the Seward Highway was like in Bird back in the 80s and 90s when mm-hmm. we were kids. And if mm-hmm. you guys remember jumping in mom and dad's station wagon oh, yeah. and like you know cruising up the old highway up on the cliffs and shit yeah. like yeah, it was really sketchy yeah. yeah that one in like by caribou creek oh yeah oh dude the that old bridge used to be yeah. real bad that oh, one's crazy what about too. the old bridge that you drive by on the seward now by hope yeah like i remember going across that i mean it was just normal though yeah but now you look at that and you're like god damn that's that's tight <laughs> <laughs> that's like damn I there's take- probably like mirrors like <laughs> like yeah, man. People smacking mirrors off of each other's vehicles right there. That's oh, right. Oh, man. Yeah. Most people will never know what any of the roads were like No, back then. Well, even, I mean, that's way improved. Like, when you read the old history books of, like, I can't remember the one I read of this guy that, like, pioneered, like, Sturisky Creek. Oh, yeah. And oh, wow. how they would just, it was just, like, a mud fest, like, the yeah, whole the way flats. from, like, Anchorage here and, you know, that whole homesteader scene it's a man i have to look yeah it up. i feel like going to homer when we were a kid was like a 10 hour drive it was way longer than it is now yeah it's like four out of five five hours now i mean with a stop 
Especially between, that session between Soldatna and Homer. Like, that is so yeah, cleaned just, up. You just it's so nice. cruise through there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have the same permafrost problems. As no. Like some of the you're other right. Roads. Yeah. You can just cruise 60 yeah. real good. Do you have, like, smooth. a lot of those, like, um, in-motion pullouts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah. People so, utilize them. Yeah. yeah, they do. It's actually really good. They, they actually have a pretty good management system for that stretch. I mean, it is smooth. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem about that stretch is there's so many moose, and you know, in the evening, it's just oh, like the Nilchuk and Deep Creek is everywhere. Bad, they just got to redo the fencing, like they do when you come out of um, Sterling. When you come from Kenai to Sterling, that long stretch, mm -hmm. that straightaway. Yeah, they've got a really good program that yeah. they put in there with those fences, and even though I saw a moose the other day, um, right out of Muldoon like on the inside by the highway and he's like you could tell he like knew he was like in. wanting to get in he would go and like he followed the fence you know yeah until he put find those, little, those little breakthroughs or whatever they call those things you know what i wondered you, you might know when you're on that sterling stretch before you get to sterling why are all the um the entry points like up on a hill you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the way they go like high point off the, yeah. off the shoulder over there. Yeah, they all go the high edge. point, and that's like the spot where you can go in and out of the fence. I wonder if that's like to like detour a moose, like from from going from, up, from coming from, in, from wanting to cross. Like it just like I, maybe it chokes it out like, like that because they have to come down from a high point that you can see them better from the road. Oh, that you could know, be. Like if you're a driver, you want as many seconds as possible. And if they're coming from a low point, it's, like, always a surprise. Yep. But if you can see them coming down, they can slow yeah. down or speed up or whatever. More likely to catch your eye, like, when they're, like, 20 feet above you on the right yeah. side. Yeah. I think the determinant thing. Yeah. Because you're deterring them from coming on the road on both sides. And if it's hilled up, they're probably on that back side. They just would normally go around that. And then they miss the entry point into the highway. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're a moose already on that inside, you're going to stick by the fence because mm -hmm. you're trying to find a way from the road. Yeah, and come yeah, out. Get it. yep, yep. Yeah, I wonder about that. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it would be a cool question to find out the answer to, like how that's designed or whatever they do. Because yeah. isn't that really popular in – man, I, this is going to – I might just set myself up to sound like an asshole here, but there was – I thought there was a study on like – moose um management and switzerland or some probably sweden sweden or something where like, oh, switzerland just like i said so sound like an ass sometimes but it was somewhere where they had like their systems where like there was like no roadkill and their moose populations are like insane they're like mm. so healthy and flourished and like instead of like you know we just smack 300 a year on the glen yeah. They actually have, like, fences all the way, like, hundreds of miles of their highway where they're just, like, making sure there's no moose kills. I'm trying to remember where that is. I could probably look it mm. up. But, it, like, it they, they have, like, an incredible, like, management system for, like, moose pr moose and, and um, automotive protection. Like, it's, like, above and beyond what we've ever done here. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, like, trying to preserve it, save it. Yeah. Um, All right, well, as you look it up, we'll give a shout-out. We're rabbit hole in a we'll little do, bit uh, Look it up, and we'll, we'll give a, a shout-out to the sponsors, and we'll come back with the answer there. What did you 
The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Stop by the lounge. Um, Department of Alaska Department of Public Safety. Okay, as talking about the moose, and you know. For anyone that's new to Alaska, um, or maybe people that don't know and you've lived here a long time, um, they have a really cool program that um, you can get on to be able to get the moose meat. So any of the moose that are ever hit on the highway, um, they you can be placed on a list to come and pick up the roadkill. And basically, you get um, the call at whatever time it is, and they just go on down the list, um, family after family, and the first person that's able to come retrieve the meat gets the meat and a lot of times you know the majority of the moose is good or whatever let's say it like breaks its leg and you know state troopers got to dispatch the moose the rest of the meat is good so it doesn't get wasted um so anyone out there that's like maybe into wanting to get moose but you're not into hunting but you still want to help out um the community or whatever and get access to some really good meat um do you did you find the website Ren? uh yeah it's the uh alaska department of public safety um, <clears throat> it's got a, a, uh, directory. It looks like you can sign up for the road curl roadkill program. Um, and that's again, the, uh, department of public safety. Um, you can pretty much just type in the search bar roadkill program and then it'll just take you to the link. Yeah. I know that my uncle is, um, on it in Soldatna 
And they probably section it out, right? Like Soldatna and then Anchorage mm-hmm. area. Yeah, zones, zones or whatever. Zones or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But like you literally, oh man, who was it, man? I got to think of who There's it was. There's a lot of churches and like yeah, a lot of churches and stuff that are on That it. get on that list. Mm-hmm. But like you literally have to like be there within yeah. like an hour or something It's a call list. Like I mean, they make but, yeah. phone calls until the first person. I think it's 30 minutes. Yeah. To get out there and get the meat. Yeah, that big old bull that was living in Turnigan got hit on um, the highway. Or no, the one in Turnigan. Yeah, the big bull. Yeah, yeah, well, he on Minnesota. Got, yeah, he got hit on Minnesota. Mm-hmm. No, not on Minnesota. On uh, International mm. between Minnesota and uh, Spinard last fall. Yeah, and he was limping. He had a bad. He yeah. had a bad back leg. Something happened to him. Yeah, but uh, they were there within like. 30 I called minutes. him over. Oh, he was did? on the far side of the street. Oh, and yeah. I just had the boys, and I was like, come over here. And he's like perked up, you know what I'm saying? And he like came across and was like yeah. munching his way, yeah, like working yeah. his way. Like, let me see what's going on over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, yeah, oh, definitely. The, you know, I meant to ask you, Jack, um, as you said, you went um, with your kids, and this will lead into the, into the black bear thing. Um, now that you had that experience with the black bear, now are you – taking the bear mace every time so i always took bear spray every time that was the one time mm. last last may it was a year ago right now and uh in kincaid and uh i remember that day to the i remember exactly where i was it was like seven houses down from my street before we make the corner by jerry's house and i realized i didn't have the bear spray and i was like oh i'm good this time mm-hmm. i won't be making that mistake again Mm-mm. um yeah so we went to the exact same spot walked by the exact same on the same trail the yeah. kids recognized everything and we talked about it out there and like what we did right what we did wrong and i had bear spray this time but i was definitely the only one and in kodiak like we were walking in fort abercrombie no one everyone's like oh we don't need bear spray that's crazy so uh yeah but uh i think it's like it's the times that you don't have it that you want it and uh you know we have had those experiences and you know we can all can be bold and be like oh i don't need it on the backside of flat top or like you yeah, know whatever in kincaid and then and then you're like with uh you know four-year-olds and you fucking want it real bad real yeah. quick and it's like okay well one of these dads is gonna step up and everyone else is getting away you know yeah. and that's not that's not cool um yeah so that sparked this uh conversation where yesterday um very sadly um you know one of the military dudes on the base Mm. there was like an exercise on the base and there's three military guys running a scouting kind of session for their training and they walked by a a bear den and like a sow brown bear came out and like the brown bear yeah and all the um the news that i've read so far and the people i've talked to that are you know know a little bit about the situation um it was like it was a flash knock one dude down and then got a second and then the second dude they're doing cpr on and and he he died yeah and it, it's just really sad and in like some situations you just can't do anything like bear spray wouldn't have done anything yeah you know what no. i mean um when when something comes by in a brown flash those things are fast <sighs> and it's just a risk we take being out in the wilderness and you know off off like normal trails that are yeah. trampled on every day insanely fast and don't think that you're across the water and you're safe because they will traverse that water in an instant oh yeah for sure yeah yeah 
Did I tell you the story ever one time? You know that um, when you go past the ferry and you're rafting and then you kind of veer right and it's like a hard 90 oh, left yeah, where the yeah, highway yeah, is? Yeah, 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 I seen yeah. a bear yeah, right guard there. Guardrail. Guardrail, oh. yeah. I seen a bear come down from the highway spot and literally like walk. He was walking in the water. You could tell he was walking. And his, all he saw was like his snout mm -hmm. like sticking up. And you could tell he would walk and walk and walk until he lost the footing. And then he like went like straight across. Like no like drift. No. Just like straight they across. Got the power. Yeah. The yeah, it was crazy. Air power. You know, and, and along with that topic, I, I know we mentioned it on a couple of podcasts before, is I, I want to buy some of those. Because um, I'm going to start bringing the shotgun on the, on yeah, the Kenai yeah. on these raft trips and like that for the camp. Because I have the, the 44 on me, you know, yeah, and I'm yeah. sometimes fishing up yeah. to keep something by the camp. But I wonder the, the legality arm. of the um, flares. The flare shots. Yeah. Because if mm. you see it one way down and it's coming your way and the horn isn't doing it and the loud noise isn't doing it, maybe shooting one of those yeah. by it will do the trick. But you don't want to start a fire, you know what I'm saying? And you don't want to shoot it into the water. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, just yeah, wondered, like, yeah. I need to ask somebody, like, what's – is that legit? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's probably a gray area. But I mean, if you're shooting it on, they they walk the bank, yeah. so it's like if you shoot it on the bank, on a gravel bar in front of them, or it's you know it's not at them, but it's in front of them. It's a torrent. Like it seems that seems legit. It just seems like the horn is good because you can they can hear it from a distance. But that's even better because you're all, you're actually like like spraying them, you know, yeah. from a distance, so you don't have to wait yeah. till they get close. Because like you said, they and they get bold. Yeah, and they just walk that bank, and they don't care who's yeah. down the way. No, no, you know no, what I'm saying. No. So, you guys seen the rubber bullets? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of wonder, like that is that really, for a shotgun? Yeah, you can get it for shotgun and pistol. And I'm like, would that just piss it off more? I mean, I feel like you would probably get a bear to go away, like more times than not. I know by that plugging them with slope, one of those, like working up there, they oh. work. They worked really well. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what like the legality of that is. Yeah. Like, are yeah, you allowed to like, like rubber bullet that. bears? Like, it almost be like hit them with the flare. Okay, hit them with the thing. Okay, don't hit them with the flare, but in front. of I mean, them. don't hit them with yeah, the flare, yeah. but like scare you know. them with the flare. Yeah. Scare yeah, flare. that that definitely makes probably the most sense. Yeah. yeah. Especially in like a really close encounter situation. Well, I think about it all the time. That's why on the horn, especially like on the Golcana, there's tight tight corners mm -hmm. and tight areas you come across it could be a bear easily right mm -hmm. on the bank yeah um or even like the willow and mm -hmm. things like that where you and you don't have time to stop there's nowhere to pull over and if it's just right there especially a mom with cubs probably wouldn't hesitate yeah. to jump into the water yeah and, and get after your raft mm -hmm. that'd be crazy what an alaskan like bear tail though with the uh, unfortunate event that happened with the soldier on J-Bear. I mean, like, it feels like only in Alaska. There's an actually an insane amount. I was talking to... Um, oh, I bet there are, but it just... I was talking to um, Adrian, the mayor of Eagle River. Shout out to Crispy Boy. Um, Dustin's buddy. Oh, uh, and oh he's yeah, a, he's, Adrian, a, he's, yeah. a, he's a He's a marshal and mayor the military. <laughs> he's the self-proclaimed mayor of Eagle River, dude. That's, That's right. <laughs> but he's the one that told me about the, the, um, the soldier being killed and he told me a crazy number like how many people how many times there's like bear attacks and stuff like that with those soldiers out there running around oh really well, yeah well you're yeah. in the deep wilderness and he's like a lot you don't hear about oh i'm sure yeah yeah 
Well, and other stuff too, like snake bites and just like snake bites, bug, bug Whoa, bites. Not in Alaska. I'm talking about oh, okay. like in other remote areas, like oh, just yeah. crazy things yeah, that. Yeah. Welcome the to the Nevada the podcast. You know, the the, the uh, just in general, I meant like uh, military, like in deep wilderness in general. Yeah, like some of the stuff they probably run into, and bears would be a big one here. I just you don't hear about that very often, though. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of well, tis the season. I'm pretty right blown now. away by that. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Trying to imagine you, what happened. Go to Costco. Get you some. Uh, get you the two pack or the one pack there. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go right into August. Yeah. Go ahead, Jackie. Yeah, man, well, I'm it. I'm still rocking through July. I think. Oh, you still yeah. got some July. Yeah. 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 So um, I got I, one more too. I'm definitely gonna head out um, in the sound looking for some lean cod. Mm. I need to do some pinnacles. We haven't talked about pinnacles for a while, pinnacles. but uh, get after those. Find yourself some and, uh, underwater structure. Yeah, you got to yeah. slot me in for one of those. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, the and deep insider that out there. Yeah, the get deep on the deep insider. insider. Let's do When's it. When's the deep insider going to get named? Like the actual? I don't know. I need to, I need to order the stickers. It's already named. It's just. I mean, put on there. Yeah, I got a sharpie. <laughs> it's definitely got to be like orange, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Orange sounds good. Yeah. It would look good on that black. Yeah, it would look badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe some orange. Like that, black, that orange on the shirt, trim. or like the like the uh, sticker. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so we'll get out there and do some of that, and uh, probably team it up with like some hiking, like an overnight, and get out there like ninety plus miles, one hundred and ten miles, maybe. Get around the corner, see how the surf's looking. Um. Yeah, I have uh, Knights Island. I have three peaks. I want to kind of on night summit on night. Um, that lots looks really of shrimping. Cool. Night know. looks so majestic, man. Just yeah. get over tree line, sounding it out. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do that 20 mile uh, float. So hike up uh, Winter Creek and. Drop over the pass. Oh, you gonna do that? Twenty mile and do the oh, pack dude. rafts. You're welcome to join. <laughs> so when is that? Half that hike. July. Gnarly. I got some. land the July's open for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any dates. Okay. Just any time's good. Yeah. These are just on my list for July. Uh, a Resurrection Mountain Bike Trip. I missed it last year, so I'm doing it this year. Um. Yeah. So let's see here. Oh, and then Golcana for me. We planned. Oh, it. you're gonna squeeze that in. We like screwed. Well, it's not a squeeze. Well, like, I mean, you guys kind of like have to make it work with everybody's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we we did have it work, but it just and I yeah. think it's tied up with your guys's trip. I've too. actually debated if if my ATV's not here. I think Back that's second. Family, I'm gonna be, I'm, that. gonna, I'm gonna do the, the family going yeah. What yeah. weekend? Yeah, you should the following weekend. Oh, the weekend after. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Get the yeah. full is report that when from you're you doing guys. The, is that when you're doing the Golcana? The Kasugi weekend is doing Golcana. Okay. Well, and even if you guys decided to bag that, I mean, it would be hurting our feelings. If you guys no, no, no. We're going to do something. Yeah. I'm, I'm planning to go hiking whether it's north or south that, yeah, weekend. that weekend. But the yeah. following weekend's in the air if I have the machine or not. Mm-hmm. And um, you can go do the family Golcana. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really fun. That's it. Go ahead, Jack. Sorry. Yeah, and then the only other trip is uh, I want to do uh, just some two-day trip in that middle Kenai, <sighs> kind of like after it hits six on on the river, just bring 12 home, and I've already talked about that beautiful camp spot I like mm-hmm. on that section. Bring the drift boat down. <laughs> and, we know uh, about that one. Yeah. 
have like a nice like stress relief day. Yeah. Have some chocolates. And I'm surprised how many times you go in that's those few spots. There's not many Mm-mm. are available. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, dip netting opened everything up. Those that oh, whole yeah. middle river that is the plus. That is the plus like on the on totally the fucked back in the day. Yeah, like I remember going down there in the zodiac with my dad, and it was just like everyone, and now there's no one. Yeah, is there any um, good camping spots on the initial once you come out of Skilak and come in, or not really? That all those high banks have spots. Okay. Okay, yeah. so you can go up and up up there even if you in the trees. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta. Okay. It's like. Not a lot of people want to drag their coolers and their shit up those fucking yeah. banks, but yeah, it's some good. There is areas. okay. Yeah. Those upper ones are cool, man. Like that one upper Golcana mm-hmm. spot. Oh, yeah. you're up above the it's river, epic, dude. Yeah. That you photo that you printed for me on the canvas, man. I got it on my wall. It's just oh, yeah, love that fucking that. spot, man. Yeah, that yeah. was a good spot. I can throw a beer across that spot. <laughs> 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 Just do like the two or three step, just. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> catch it down, or catch it at the canyon. Cannon, oh. cannon, yeah, throw it upstream. <laughs> you just gotta have a little uh, stand-up paddleboarder on the other side, and make it catch in the loose. Yeah, and come back, come back across. Yeah. Um. <laughs> call on the sound. I didn't. I mean, I I want to do a sound trip. I didn't really factor it into a weekend. I feel but. like the sound trips are always like you just get the call up. I mean, if you don't have a boat. From one of the boys, like we're going. Yeah, it's not like three weeks like, in okay. advance or anything. Well, and that's the good part of having some of those open dates yeah. there, where you're not mm-hmm. locked into some yeah. trip. You know, well, and every once in a while, if it all works out or lines up, you can do those like on a weekday. Oh yeah, you know those are fun. Yeah, you know, take a Wednesday off, but go Tuesday night and rip out, spend the night, mm-hmm. fish the next day, come home. I mean, it makes for a pretty brutal. Oh, the suicide run. It's pretty much a suicide. It'd be like the Prince William Sound version, but. Yeah, man. Uh, July, the the lings open up. You got to go out and chase those around. Yeah, man. Get pinnacled yeah. out. Catch a sea monster. God, those <laughs> things are insane, man. Yeah, you got your got into one here yeah. what, like two or three years ago with us. I feel like they need their own. Uh, we've been watching the animals um, thing on Netflix, and they have like bears and seals. and. Mm. I feel like lingcod need their own thing, man. They're so cool and just sea bottom that fish. one video that came out by i don't know who, one of the biologists or something showing all those lings on those on mm-hmm. those pinnacles that was insane just like slithering around it yeah like fucking just eels. the ugliest most tastiest thing ever yeah. yes god like, those are good eat everything whole yeah just <laughs> just their mouth is huge yeah one of the cold shot uh i just got one are you guys good um we into august yeah um first weekend pike trip fish Planned in July. Just throwing that out there. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That's right. With your uh, cousin out there? Um, the Upper Lake. Pike Lake. Huffman, uh, upper Huffman Woods. Lake. Upper Pike Lake. <laughs> upper, <laughs> upper, <laughs> upper Pike Lake. That is, there it is. really close to where we're going to go. <laughs> Did you love how fucking stingy asshole Alaskans are like just won't say? It's funny. Even though like exactly people where fish. This lake people is. fish. Yeah. Everybody knows, but... They don't know because there's actually yeah. lots of awesome pike fisheries in Alaska. You just got to go a long ways for them. Yeah. Um, anyway, I do have got a, a trip planned. And we're going to take kids and the whole thing. Oh, so yeah. Nice. Fun. yeah, yeah, That's Surfing, cool, yeah. Surface, uh, it's fun yeah. for pikes. I haven't sure. done. Um, we d- had a nightmare Clatina trip 
years ago when when Shut Noah was like a baby. Mosquitoes. Were, were you there with us that time? No, I didn't okay. Um, but I've been wanting to go back, and Alexia refuses to go back. But I'll go with Mateo mm-hmm. and go up to Clatina and fish those reds up there. Yeah, yeah. Have you done that? No, I want to. Yeah, that's really that that river is really cool. And uh, Austin Cop, um, the dad, he has a cabin up there by the lake. Oh, he does. Yeah. Um, so I've been wanting to go hang out with him, and he, that's like their spot over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, they got the other one on Lake Louise, but it's like too busy for him. So you yeah. got to get some like remote. Yeah, yeah, you know, and even just driving that road back in there, yeah. um, you do got to get the Atna uh, camping permit, permit yeah. and all that stuff, which is pretty easy to do. And just that road goes way, way, way back in there. That dirt road, yeah, man, it's so cool back there. But it is mesquite, oh, heaven. I think if you can catch that like first run in June, which it's pretty wet, so it's kind of tough to get back in there unless you got side by sides or four wheelers. Mm-hmm. Um. You can beat the bugs, and I seen dudes rafting that from the lake. Yeah. They raft it from the lake down. That's yeah, pretty, that's pretty hardcore, man. It's it, it's like class three at the most, I think. Class three, okay. Yeah. When but it's raging it's, in July, it's, it's just pretty really, fucking hard. It's really fast, and it, fast. I don't think it's like a really like a kid friendly river. Oh no, it'll buck. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah, Jerry had a trip planned there last year and I bailed because like it's a kid weekend. I was like, yeah. kids aren't going on that river. They're not walking by the banks. <coughs> like we're good. Yeah, that's really dangerous. Yeah, we'll there. come back when they're four, you know, thirteen or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's uh Jerry gonna get the boat? Uh you know, he was telling me today he was gonna learn how to fly. So Oh. I was thinking the deep inside him. Oh, <laughs> Deep in psoriasis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Jerry. Love you, man. Um, yeah, we actually should get Jerome. Jerry on the show. So yeah, we should get Jerry. I on have the yet show. to meet. Oh, you Jerome. haven't met Jerry. He's in town I have not tonight. Met him, I was dude. talking to him about maybe oh, coming on tonight. Yeah. He's head. He's heading to Scotland in the morning. So uh, there he, he is. Go. Yeah. Oh, the same thing your dad did. Uh, a little bit different. He's going Scotland, and then he's gonna he's gonna talk to Jim over there, and then uh, on our cider making cohort cohort and then uh he's gonna hit um belgium for some like sour stuff okay go then they're gonna go head down to austria and enjoy some like beer bath bath houses and stuff that's right where did i see jerry was telling me about all that yeah it'll be a good trip yeah that'd be fun yeah so anyway yeah he'll we'll we'll bring jerry on sometime jj have a little brother dog jerry bear jerry bear jerry bear one of these days i'll meet you jerome one of these days, I will Cool meet dude, you. man. I like Jerry. Does he look like you? He's a talker. He has... Uh, no, no, same, you guys don't. He has the same... Uh, we don't look alike. He has the same... What is it? Like, motions? Like, gallop? Mannerisms. Yeah. Mm. Not skating, though. No? no? I don't throw my ass around like he does. He's his body really yeah, good skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good hockey player. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, he's a lefty. Maybe I have yeah. met him and just or saw him or was around when he was there, but just didn't meet him. Not sure. Yeah. No, I don't think you would did that. You would know. I'd know. Okay. He'd let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have Instagram? Yeah, yeah Jer Bear, I think it is. Jer-Bear? Uh, the cider Jer. The cider Jer. Cider Jer. Was it Jer Bear or is that like his name? It yeah. was earlier, and okay. they changed it to cider Jer. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, we didn't get the uh youth caribou permit um but my family still wants to go do 
that Denali Highway camping. Yeah. Um, I think this year I was talking to my dad. Um, we're we're gonna go to the Paxson side, and mm-hmm. I would kind of want to go up by Summit Lake, and go mm-hmm. camp up there. Bring the ATVs. Maybe go yeah. on the highway and go over there on on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, since last they last time we went the other way, um, and just kind of camp somewhere up there. Yeah. Summit Lake is beautiful. So, did mm-hmm. you guys get a, a subsistence permit at all? My dad has a tier one. I'll proxy it early or late. Mm. The late one. Oh, okay. That's the one. Um, I don't want to get into hunting, but I'm going to go to with my uh, my uh, uncle's coming from Jacksonville. Uh-huh. And my other uncle from Soldatna. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to go with them too. And uh, to the Cisco. normal spot. Nope, we're going to go to a different spot. Uh-huh. Um, spot that we used to go. I think I told you before. Um, and go back in there. That was where we used to go moose hunting years ago, yeah, and yeah, I haven't yeah. been back that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be a good trifecta mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, um, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. The boo will be moving through right there. There's lots of moves. the boo, and I, what I really want is a black bear back yeah. there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I figure, like, yeah. if we see a moose, we'll get a moose. That's good. And then my uncles can help my dad with his caribou. Yeah. Um, and then if we see a moose, we'll get a moose. Are you going to stay on the road and head in? Or? No, we're going to ATV in and go yeah. camp back there. That'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've been meaning to go back to that spot, those spots back there. Busy, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you can always find some area. Yeah. It's so vast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the family thing, and that's open to whoever wants to come with us. Um, the more, the merrier on that trip. Um, motorhomes and whatever toys and all that stuff and that was august right uh that first week of august oh okay whenever we we're gonna actually do the youth youth caribou i think it's right yeah something like that um that's that's my august and then from there is is obviously the sheep hunt um with jack um we got those dates all set i think we leave the 13th um and <sighs> I'm so excited about that, dude. Yeah, it's oh man, I am so excited about that. Gotta go. So it's like crazy, you know. I've been back there since I was eleven, something like that, and I never made that one corner that we made this year. Mm-hmm. And then we made another corner, another corner, and another corner, and then. We like look back there and now I'm sitting here like I'm 11 year old going, I want to get back around the next corner. Yeah. What's back there? You know, we should bring the pack raft because if for some reason we can't get all the way where we want to go, mm-hmm. at least if we, once we do the hike, if we got to come back that That's way. That's a good call. And then just we can at least totally one for the, for the meat Pulls and all that stuff. Out, or if yeah. we bring two, we yeah, can pack raft them both. Out. Yeah, we can yeah. go the whole way on pack raft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole way out. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, because we su- we're switching directions, so we're going a bigger loop this year, but um, it's a lot flatter ground. I'll need to borrow that pet craft. Yeah, I, got I need to get my uh, we have two my uh, bearings on me on yeah. that thing. Yeah, well, come do this uh, twenty mile thing with me. That'll be a good That'd warm be a up. Good for you. warm up, man. It's yeah. not too hard. Yeah. It's just like up Winter Creek. Then you got one little mountain, and then we float down all in a day. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you guys have noticed. Um, speaking on the back or the pack crafting deal um definitely go check out uh luke mel's uh podcast with us um and more importantly his oh, yeah. book the um the pack rafters um handbook yeah pack rafters handbook. um but he's been really putting some really cool videos out on his instagram mm-hmm. um they just did like a uh survivor like a if you flip your pack raft and what to do 
all that stuff on there. He's mm-hmm. been putting it on his uh, Instagram, which is really cool to watch and get some tips from him. And he's so open to like just taking a, a DM and excuse me, answering all the questions and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, all of his own instruction just on his Instagram profile is epic. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, B. Yeah, August is um, crazy. I don't have anything going at all for August. Um, the last couple of years, we've had like a youth hunt or a cow hunt or something kind of cool. Like, you really should get your family and, and your brother and all those guys to come do that same. Go yeah, I mean, I, I again, like you know, like May and June just kind of always seem to stack up. July has, you know, two or three weekends there. Um, two things like definitively on the books but like some other wild card stuff um august i was going to completely leave open i don't have a mountain hunt planned for the first time in um i don't know man six years yeah and i'm kind of thinking like i feel really ill prepared i'm like well what the hell like i always have a sheep hunt um caribou hunt i have some sort of like you know, hunting season expanded out of, you know, September into August. It was like all of a sudden it was like, well, shit, like August all of a sudden becomes like a big hunting month. And um, it's been a lot on the family to be gone as much as I have over the years. And um, I guess I'm a little more reluctant to commit. Like, you know, I talked to Chad, Chad, and I had a really great conversation and a thought process on maybe a, a hunt and and um that was cool i would love to go get out back on the mountain with uh with with chad i i told him you know maybe get wes out there you know i know wes is really wants to, to get a sheep and you know i really kind of was like leaning more toward like man get wes out there and I'd, I'd even go with him if i could and eric really wants to get out and so i've got like a couple projected kind of more close range areas that i'm pretty sure are going to be a little bit more of a high pressure area hunt. Um, but I've never really done it during sheep hunting season. So I really don't know yeah. how high pressure it is. And, and if it is the access obviously would create a better opportunity for most to go versus a fly in or something deep that maybe less people know about. So I was almost thinking about just like trying out the three or four day, like kind of suicide sheep hunt. I, is it possible? Can, you did you, it, last can year? it be done? I, I yeah, but we but we got deep. Yeah. We got like flying deep. So so we were deep. Like it wasn't like I, we were deeper than I thought we could get. And um I would like to see if I can get to another area that maybe isn't as deep but close. Yeah. Um and just see if I can get in there and if there's pressure and competition and it works out. If not, and it's like, yeah, we'll just get out of here. This isn't yeah. obviously a spot you want to come I, I think i'm okay with um with like discovering that this year and maybe just doing a little bit of like exploring and then and or being able to get on on like multiple trips so just keep it open play weather if it's like shitty there it's nicer over here i know where i can go go check it out and actually like play that game a little bit it most likely wouldn't yield in the result of a of a pre-planned 10-day backpack going deep hunt but I was just maybe going to just switch it up a little bit. What about the trip that, that we talked to about going back to those glaciers? Yeah. I mean, that's, that could be that's close. another, that's another, I, that's <coughs> other conversations I've had too. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's all kind of on the table, and it's actually kind of cool. It's like I don't really have anything like. Yeah. I have it on the calendar, but I don't have like where I'm going figured out. Oh, that's a smart move. You know what I mean? So I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's reserve the time for if I want to do a thing. And yeah. then if that doesn't work out, I'll just do like two long weekends or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, like for the first time in a very long time for the month of August, I don't really have anything locked in, man. Yeah, that's cool. I, You know, another thing I would love to do is um, like there's this, this allure to a Dalton Highway caribou hunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a lot of work to hike off into the corridor and go find a caribou with the bugs and all the shit, but. Yeah. I've done it before, and yeah. uh, I, I I would highly recommend to anyone doing it to try to go to some spot away from the four-wheeler trails because it mm, was yeah, very much like do. hunting in, uh, like, Michigan or Minnesota where like every hundred yards there's a new camp set up on, mm-hmm. in these like four wheeler trail also built on these ridges, you know. Yeah. Hill ridges. Um Well I was thinking no motorized access fuck. areas is what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Dalton. I was thinking of the Taylor, my bad. No, I'm I'm not interested in that whole Yeah, yeah. The Dalton would be red. Yeah. No, I've I've it's a lifelong Alaskan and, and Hunter, I've never done that hunt either. And and just like, that's insane, dude. I just have everything so planned every year, and it, there's some security in knowing that and having that set up. But like, I don't have that this year, so I kind of feel like I'm I'm a little bit sloppy about my preparation because I'm so heavy on prep and time and that hype and everything that goes into it. But like, I'm just gonna change it up a little bit. I'm yeah. I'm totally cool if you know no animals are taken. I still have a freezer full of meat. Mm-hmm. I don't really like have to kill something. Um, you know, I got a nice moose last year. I want the other boys in the crew to get a moose this year. I got the elk tag. We'll talk about that later. That's kind of my goal, you know? Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, man. I got my sheep last year. I just kind of like, I almost am like very content with the idea of like no pressure yeah. on on any of it. It's good. For once. Yeah, for once. For once. And um, it feels like maybe that's just a good route to take this season. But, you know, August is a great silver season. You can get up to the Deshka. Mm-hmm. Haven't done any little Sioux runs in a while. Hopefully the returns are good. Um, so those are always kind of on, like, the um, tentative docket as far as, like, that season. Um, it's pretty fun. You know, you, you get a lot of people, I think, are, are sometimes burnt out on fishing by the the end of july they've packed their freezer with reds and everything else so august is a great time to get out yeah but um, you don't do the whole kenai thing so that's perfect yeah no i've i've um just kind of gone away from the whole kenai scene in general um and silvers are but, funner to fish anyway they're the best fight well, they fight or they, they bite and they attack and you can catch them in the morning yeah. early and they they i miss that they have um, bites and attitudes seward seward silver fishing on the boat man Oh, so fun yeah. with my father-in-law. Yeah, rest year. in peace, huh? Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. The, right? the boat. The yeah, boat. he just yeah. moved. Yeah, he's still alive. Rest <laughs> no, in I peace. know. I meant, I meant, I meant the, 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 fit, yeah. the, the like he got rid of the boat and it was like a sad day, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bummer, man. I need to make a new friend with the Seward boat. Right. <laughs> if you're out there, hit me up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking for yeah, a Seward yeah. Seward boat friend. Late July is always tough, you know. Yeah. Like it's like fun interior time. 
like it's that mid-season between the bugs everyone else is heading to the south to the kenai and you get up the interior so it's hard to like bring your boat down to seward at yeah. that time mm-hmm. yeah i think i'm gonna start july um august off with uh some like high country orange looking black tails in the sound I, there's a couple more peaks some ridges i want to walk and i think i'm just gonna um hike some some sort of artillery up there with me um on the first of july or first of august and be there for the deer opener i was there the night before the deer opener last year and saw some nice bucks so hell yeah anyway i try that and then uh Man, I love Salmon Fest. It's back, so I think I'm going. What's the so date on that? It's, um, I wrote it down. It's like the 5th. 5th through 7th, yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going. Yeah, if anyone else wants to bring the kids, I'll be bringing the kids down. Um, this will be their second Salmon Fest. In the lineup so far, you know, they Where's announced like the bigger um, Nanilchik. Nanilchik. Oh, yeah, dude. They announce, like, bigger and bigger guests, you know, bands as they get closer. And, like, the bands they have right now are good enough for me. Like, they're really nice. good. What, what dates are those? Uh, five through seven of August. August five yeah, through seven? Yeah. Hmm. And then uh, I think Jake and I are going to go chase around some carib- caribou in August um, with the bows. You guys have tier ones, too? Yeah. Both of you? Yeah. Um, the early awesome. one? Yeah, we all, well, so I have the early one, and then um, Matt has the late one, so. Um, nice. Yeah, there may be some proxies. Um, but anyway, so I'd really love to do that. Um, Brooks, Ranger, B-Ranger Danger, my 12-year-old lab, um, she still has the hips to bird hunt, so I think we're going to. We're going to do at least, like, one bird trip in August. Like, maybe it's, like, a long one day, and then we'll we'll, we'll get into to, um, September and hunt some more birds. But she her favorite thing in the world is to chase around the birds. She gets birdies, so. Um, yeah, let her do it while she's okay. I'm going to try and knock some down with her. Um, not that she won't be on these other trips, but that one will be for her. Yeah. And then, um, let's see here. Oh, so anyone that's listening to this, um, I will be, and you should be in Kodiak fishing the road system for silvers. So like paddleboard or river, like August is off the hook in Kodiak. Um, you know, I think they have seven different fisheries on the road system that you can catch silvers all day on. So fish the tide and get down there and do it. So I'm going to go do that for sure. Uh, I'm sure I'll be like bartending or something down at the Double Shovel Kodiak at some point there in August and helping Gid get some free days to surf. Nice. Uh, and hopefully you surf a little bit, but we'll see. And then, uh, you know, the thing that I've been looking forward to most since the last year is getting around that next corner with you, Daniel. Let's see if we can do that. It's exciting. See some maj- majestic country and yeah. test some more stary pens and – <laughs> the teepee, know, we were looking at the teepee. Do you guys really yeah. think that that water is even like nah. bad? I mean, it's probably drinkable without the pen, right? Nah, yeah. You probably. just don't take the chance. I mean, it's just running out of the top of the mountain. It should be good, right? Yeah, you just don't take the chance. Just stir it up. Why not? Yeah, I mean, Use it took f- a lot of chances. Yeah, no. Use the fancy There's pen, definitely right? beavers like in some of the section we're going to. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely beavers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really looking forward to that trip. Um, 
it could go a lot of different ways, but either way, it's going to be a good time and we're going to be there for a while. Um, and I think this year I'll be what, so what, what was the, uh, mountain dehydrated meal that you, you, you were eating last year? Oh, I'm stocked up, dude. What oh, was peak, it? Peak refuel. Peak refuel. So um, yeah, I'm stocked up. I need to stock up with those. Yeah. So where'd you get those? Just fully refueled. <laughs> um, uh, Sportsman's Warehouse had a good supply of them when I just went the other day. Um, REI has them. Uh, I'm sure all the major stores mm, have them. They do. But I just always look because there's certain flavors I'm trying to find. They got some new ones coming out that Ooh. I haven't found yet. Um, I kind of want to, I've been wanting to find, and I haven't seen any of the stores. I wonder if it's only online, is the, the Chad Mendes um, yeah. version ones. Yeah. Um, he has like an elk like stroganoff right. or something, I want to mm-hmm. say. There's like a few four, in there that I want to yeah. wanna try. Venison, buffalo. Oh, the venison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to get some of those. I have all the ones that you can find at the stores. I've just been buying them. Just yeah. buying them up. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely going full almost all those. Yeah. 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 The other thing that, um, you know, I like to do all the time is my like mini therapy in the morning before the kids get up is shoot my bow. And I, and I really wasn't consistent through the winter. Um, maybe like once a week at the best, but you know, when Chad sent us that note the other day, I had already yeah, been like, cool. I was like three or four days out of the week. And then now I'm like seven out of seven again. And, uh, it's felt really good. Just like I'll be there with you, man, because yeah. Noah's that's what he wants. He's so stoked, and I was like, "Yeah, you can just do it right in the backyard. Yeah. Get the little thing." He's yeah. just he's so excited to do it, and I'm like excited to do it with yeah. him. Well, I have the other bow at the house if you ever want to shoot it. Yeah, well, we're gonna go down to a full curl and yeah. get him fitted, <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure when I'm there, I'm like, "Okay, well, let's see what I got." Yeah, I get talk to Dave. Yeah. Get Dave on the show. Yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And he's he doesn't have interest in like shooting an animal or anything. He just yeah. wants to yeah, like yeah. do it. Yeah, for the I'm saying? just yeah. for the activity. It's a fun and, sport. Yeah, and I'm sure once we in, you get introduced to the um, Kincaid Park and all that, oh man, he'll the love Kincaid it. Range is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Chad invited us here what last weekend, last Saturday yeah. or Saturday yeah. before last when we did the group ride to Kinnick. He shot us a text and yep. wanted to uh, <clears throat> get us out there. and Sling some arrows. But till then, I am down to borrow the bow yeah. and go and go do yeah. that. I'm definitely down with that. Yeah. Um, any t- during the week after five, I'm done. Cool. I have a, a bow that would work for Noah, too. Oh, you do? Yeah. So when Gideon moved over to Kodiak, he gave me his girls' bows. And they, oh, I mean, wow. And cool. at the time, they were like 12 and 15. So, like, I've been waiting for my kids to grow into them. They're, yeah. One of them oh, is probably yeah. so perfect you have for bows. Noah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the kids perfect. have their age bows too. Well, oh, yeah. actually, they're like ten year old bows, but yeah, they have bows. Sick. Yeah, hmm. and they're five. Yeah, no, they yeah, can't. Just, they're not allowed to touch them without. Dude, they're growing so quick, <laughs> and I saw them on Saturday. I'm like, dude, I just saw them this winter at the rink. Yeah, four months ago. Yeah, like six inches. You taller. see Cisco's kid? That picture you posted, Miles. Miles? Whoa, he's dude. a hoss, dude. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Oh though? my, he's like bigger than Cisco. <laughs> oh, know, in all man. facets, taller, bigger. It's like, boy, you better watch out, man. Oh man, Dad's always got dad strength, man. Yeah, Don't sorry, worry about I that. I know, but punk those fools. <laughs> <laughs> like, because he's all skinny now. 
Damn, man. Cisco's just full puppy out, huh? Full puppy style. <laughs> full puppy style, for sure. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. We got it covered summer. Yeah, that's the plans. Yeah, I think, uh, like, last year we kind of did a, like, sneak peek into our, like, hunting season and stuff. And I think some of those plans will be a little bit more dialed in, so we'll cover those yep. what, later later in the summer and the, the season. And, um, you know. Go into that next phase. Yeah. Sneak peek. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, as um, for anyone listening, we're, we are uh, planning on doing some gear reviews and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So if there's something mm-hmm. specific um, that you want us to review or, or let you guys Cover. know like what we use, um, I think next we're going to do like stoves, boots, sleeping bags, sleeping pads, yeah. um, tents, um so if there's something specific that you want us to get into, if you want to know kind of the stuff that we use, definitely just shoot us a message somehow um, and let us know. If there's something that you actually want us to review, like if there's a product that you have, I know my buddy Brian from Seattle, his boy's into um, a bunch of uh, fly fishing stuff. Yeah. And so he's shipped it up, and I'll get, get you some and some yeah. of the other boys so that he wants to get like a legit Alaska review oh, on his awesome. stuff yeah. and see if it like works and see if it's legit okay. up here. Um, so if there's anyone else out there that's doing stuff like that and, and um, you want us to check it out, just let us know and we'll go pick it up wherever and put it to the ringer. Yeah, or I'd love to hear more requests on gear reviews. Like what are people interested in? You know, yeah. we, we've tried a lot of shit living up here, a lot of gear, gone through a lot, talked to a lot of people and willing to try more. So it'd be nice to hear what other people want us to talk about. I mean, uh, it, we sit here and talk about the stuff that we're interested in, but yeah, yeah, I dig that, man. It'd be cool if somebody actually threw a request. Mm-hmm. Hey man, cover this. Yeah. <laughs> we're on it. Yeah. And, and on that yeah, topic, I mean, it's a topic that's different here pretty quick we're gonna post something on our instagram about um some of your guys's favorite episodes so like we know the you know analytics from online but it'd like it'd be cool to hear like the real viewers view on like hey what are your top five or favorite episodes um so then we know what you guys have really appreciated over the last you know that would be really 14 months um so yeah give us a shout on your favorite episodes Yeah. yeah It'd be kind of fun to uh, re-air some of those. Maybe give ourselves a little bit of a summer breather in between weeks, and um, that'd be throw, nice. Throw some of your favorites and some of our favorites out there. I mean, what were uh, episode sixty-four? So we've got a few to choose from. Yeah, and uh, we're really excited. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while, but you know, it's only been a year. Feels like a lot, but going back to some of the earlier episodes here um, over the year with our guests, and you know. Sponsorship, uh, delivery. I, you know, I thought about <laughs> mine. I think mine was the um, the falconry with Mike. Was what, that your, one? Was one of your dope. favorites? Yeah. Yeah, birds and the bees. Yeah, birds and the bees. <laughs> That's right, birds and the bees. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. what we named it? Uh, I don't think that one though. was called birds and the bees. That's just what Mike calls it. Yeah. Yeah, the birds and the bees episode. He's dying to get back on too, man. We should have. He's on Instagram on now, and he's like, wants to get me out hunting. He's like, come film me hunting. Yeah, and I'm like, right. oh man, I will, I will. Yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. You, know, you have no kids anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he's retired. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he yeah. invited me to a, a bear hunt on, at a stand, but you know, it's with a guide, and he's got to get that all figured out. But 
A bear Love stand it. guide? I never yeah, that. it's a well. Really? Yeah. yeah, we had them cut down by guides as a kid. What? Yeah, yeah. There's Blue guided went, bear stand hunts. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Our two black bear stands were like too close, according to the guide, but they were like a mile away. And when we'd fly home, he'd cut them. Is it just like a dude who has his yeah, bear stand dude, and brings it's people there? Asshole. It's just an asshole. <laughs> come yeah. on, oh, guys. Come on. Yeah. They're territorial, man. Yeah. Some guys are way cool and some are not, you know? Well, then yeah. keep it to it, yourself you and don't be guide. It's it's guy. just like everyone needs to show up with, like, the first rule they learn in kindergarten. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a golden rule. Let's follow that. Yeah. And then everyone else is good, you know? Yeah. And most guys are. Some guys yeah. aren't. You got renegades. Yeah, or people. Anyway, sounded cool. I don't know if it'll work out. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. There's just so much going on. I yeah, really love that Heather Kelly episode Absolutely. towards the beginning. I yeah. think, uh, yeah, if anyone hasn't heard that, and that's the thing is, it's just like we've been uh, rapping, and there's like certain over the last you know year and couple months, and there's certain episodes that like you may or may not love, but there's some there's some that we really really love. So it's like maybe yeah, you should listen to true. this one and. If you didn't start from the beginning, you probably missed it, you know. Yeah. So maybe throwing those back out there would be cool. And any any of the audience that has some favorites that can remind us, or maybe they got something out of it that we didn't, that would be yeah. cool. What about the boots episode? Yeah, that was uh, good. That was a hoot, man. Yeah, I was looking back at the pictures, man. We had the whole entourage in the background, and <laughs> there was like six of us stacked in the old, uh, the old yeah, studio right. spot. That was a but, good one. Uh, yeah, and that's another thing too, man. To the homies and some of the the local listeners and and the folks that are part of our network, man. You know, the studio is always open. We're recording every Wednesdays, so yeah, if the yeah. the homies want to show right up here. or whatever, yeah, yeah. 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 If you want to come hang out, man, let us yeah, know. There's three of us tonight, man. Anybody could have come and had Jinx some ciders and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We'll get the we'll get the food game going on here this we'll summer too. Yeah, we'll keep them wild. Yeah, that's we'll right. Have to bring the stand so then we can just like <laughs> right out of the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Get a line going out there. <laughs> bring, bring that bear salami or pastrami. PM, PM shift. <laughs> All right. Closes out, Jack. All right. Stay wild, Alaska. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit acminc.com today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. 
also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek, upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details. Specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it. <laughs>